Hello, welcome to Torah Elucidated. So today's, well, this week's portion is Beshalak. And it's very interesting. I think you may have heard about this story about the Egyptians. <laughs> Everybody's heard this story. I think, at least in the Western Hemisphere, I think about how the Egyptians um, had the Israelites enslaved and Moses went to Pharaoh, let my people go. So this parsha is covering how actually the, the Israelites actually got to leave and they were crossing the Red Sea. So that was very frightening. Um, and, you know, we talked last parsha about how you know, Hashem hardened Pharaoh's hearts. Well, the Egyptians' hearts. He, he did it again. He hardened Pharaoh's heart again. And Pharaoh went after the Israelites. After he just said, get out of here. He said, you know what? What, what did I do? I lost all of my, my income. I lost all of my slaves. I lost all the people who are going to build, you know, for... Well, his son passed away, but his descendants' future, all, all of their, their slave um, money-making potential has disappeared. And he thought it over. He's like, this was not a good business decision to let them go, I'm sure. So they went after them. And my favorite part of this parasha is when, you know, they saw the Egyptians coming after them. And they were like freaking out as we would be in that time period, seeing the enemy, the, the people who enslaved you. And mind you, on a side note, when you're enslaved, you are not just enslaved, but there are tactics to keep you enslaved. Uh, just like modern slavery today, uh, you're not just a slave, but there are certain microaggressions, uh, actions done to you to make sure you're a slave. So if you see that you've been just released by your former slave owner <laughs> and they're coming after you, all of that feeling rises up again. So naturally, they were afraid and they were calling to Moses. Moses, well, well what's going on? Do something. And this is my favorite part because Moses ask God, you know, please do something. And Hashem said, why are you crying out to me? And, that, and at first reading that, that kind of like, why, why would he say that? But this is my interpretation, and I'm sure anybody else reading it would be feeling the same way about it. It's because Moses, Moses is the leader. He's the patriarch. He is the leader of the group. And the people complaining seeped into Moses' emotion of fear. He, he, he felt that. He felt that fear. And you're supposed to be the leader. So the fact that Moses cried out without feeling that Hashem has it covered. I think that's what Hashem meant. Why are you crying out to me? You know I have this covered. You know I'm going to take care of you so why are you letting the israelites let their fear 
encompass how you feel about me. You know I've got you. You've seen the miracles that I've done already for you. So why are you crying out to me? And I believe that's evident because if you read in the rest of the parasha, Moses reached out to God several times about the water, about the Israelites not having water, about the the Israelites being hungry and starving. So it was the same thing Moses went through again about the Israelites complaining, but you don't see Hashem responding. Why are you crying out to me? He said, okay, I will provide you water. I will provide you manna. He doesn't say anything of that nature, like why are you crying out to me? So I feel like Moses' perspective on how to address Hashem probably changed in that instant. And you you probably realized that I cannot let the energy, the vibe, the complaining of the Israelites affect me when I'm addressing Hashem because he knows, he's seen the miracles, he knows as a leader that Hashem is going to take care of us. And that's how we have to be regularly. We have to not let the complaining of others, because you'll see people, they say, you know what, I had a bad day, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to be a show off about it, but you, you, you can be positive. If you had a good day, if you know that God is taking care of you, you are insulting God by agreeing with what they're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, life is not good. You have to be positive and you have to know that Hashem has got it covered and you cannot go into the complaining of everybody else just like the Israelites complain. And guess what? If we were back then in Egypt, we would have done the same thing too. So what we're seeing in the Torah is just an example of how not to act. Because if we were there, if you were starving for three days, I'm, I'm sure you would, complain, you would be complaining too. I mean, come on, we complain when we don't have lunch within the lunch time frame. If we don't have lunch at 12 p.m. sharp, we're like, I'm hungry. So imagine three days. So we cannot judge the Israelites of that time because we would do the same thing. But it's the template on how to have faith. So that was my favorite part. And what's great about this Parsha, you see a lot of female leadership. You see Miriam, you see Deborah, you see Yael, you see so many uh, great women leadership in the Haftarah. In the Haftarah, thank you. And also Miriam in, in the Parsha. Yes, in the Parsha. So yeah, you see a lot of female leadership. Yeah, so yes. In the Parsha, Miriam, after they got through the Red Sea, Miriam led the woman in dance and song to Hashem, you know? And also in the Haftarah, you see how Deborah, after, you know, they went through the war, she and Barak, and they won the war and everything, she also had a song that she sang to Hashem. So it shows how, as women, we really, it's within us to praise Hashem. We tend to be more, you know, like closer to Hashem. That's, 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 that's why, for instance, we don't always have to, the, 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 the rabbis, the sages say, we don't have to always go to shul because we're like, 
you know, of, of a higher spiritual level that we can even be at home and praying up the same level as the men that have to be dominion in shul. So we have a Because the world, you know, feels as if the man is the leader, but you can see how women were still prominent in the Torah and the Hasidah. Right, right. And guys, if you're listening to this, don't be mad. We're we're not we're not guy bashing. We're not guy bashing, we're but not but you know you know there's not as many women in in the Torah compared. So we have to emphasize emphasize the the women's role when we see it when we notice it in the torah so we have to you know pay special interest to it but i i i really love this parasha and um also the mana thing let's talk about the mana thing so you know what why <laughs> why why didn't hashem just you know maybe like give us enough for a week why Hashem decided to give us one day, one day by one day by one day. So I feel like, again, it's a message. It's all a message. Everything is for a reason for us to read into, think, and apply it to our modern day life, lives. We have to apply it to us currently. And this is the only way we can utilize the Torah. If we don't apply the Torah to today, it, we won't connect and we won't get the message that Hashem is trying to tell us. So we, not, we, we may not be getting manna, literally, but day by day, there's different miracles, there's a different energy put in place for you to accomplish something. And that is provided for by Hashem day by day every day Hashem is providing for us new energy uh, new motivations and we have we have to seek that every day and um, if we don't seek it every day we, we, we won't get it if we don't look for it and seek it unfortunately we do have to seek things uh, we do have to seek opportunities but uh, Hashem will definitely meet us most of the way we just put a little bit of effort just maybe look you know one minute in the field if you just walk out the field there's manna but you do have to walk outside the field you know but it shows that we're provided for each day each day new miracles can happen you just have to have a new perspective you cannot have a stale perspective or you'll have rotten manna if you have a still perspective, you'll have rotten manna yeah. with worms. <laughs> so each day, go into the day with new manna, new consciousness. And that's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing to do. But it's, 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 it's better to try and take everything step by step. But let's try to have a new consciousness, a new energy day by day. And also, you know, what I loved about this Parsha is also the Shabbat. He talked about the Shabbat. He gave double portion before, the day before, but people still went out. And that's similar to the Shabbat because, you know, 
the Shabbat, you know, it's like, yes, rest is great, but you like talking to your significant other on the phone, you like entertainment, gossip blogs, which you shouldn't be looking at, but I'm sorry, I look at them sometimes, um, it's like, it's, it's like, it's hard because it's a disconnection from what you're used to six days of the week, so you're supposed to immediately cut that off and connect with Hashem fully, which, which, which is a hard thing to do, but the reward is so, um, it's so great, and it's so meaningful when you have a, a complete day of rest and um, not having to worry about anything. And Hashem was telling the Israelites, don't worry, don't worry, I gave you double portion, collect double portion, don't worry, and do that work, because that was, that was a full-time job, I guess, collecting manna in the wilderness, don't work, don't collect manna, I got you, and of course, people, there's always going to be rebellious people, just like in this day and age, so we can't judge anybody, because we probably would have done the same thing. We'd put him in like, you know what? You know what? I'm going to need a little bit more for, for Shabbat. I don't think this is enough. So, and ver- I just wanted to add it. How when Hashem provides the manna each day, each day, it's a test for us. A test to depend on right. Hashem each day. Because... When he provides the manna, and he told them, he said, don't even look for it the next day. Like, for instance, he gave them double portion on Friday. Don't even look for it for Saturday, you know. And also, even during the week when he was giving them daily, daily, he said, don't keep it till the next morning. It's going to turn to worm. (laughs) But some people kept it. Yep. And they looked, it turned to worm. They couldn't use it. So that was a way to show... They didn't have enough faith in Hashem. Right. You know, because they're like, even though Hashem said, there's going to be for you the fresh, fresh man. Fresh man. You don't have to get no stale, wormy, tasting bad man. It's fresh. <laughs> they still gathered and was holding it and hoarding it and thinking, you know what? I have to have. I don't know if I trust Hashem. I'm going to make sure I have some, you know, backed up in my little bowl and that kind of thing. And, you know, so it showed that they were trusted more in themselves than in Hashem. Mm. So we have to trust in Hashem. Okay, yes, we have to have self-confidence and whatever, but everything is through Hashem. We wouldn't be alive without Hashem. So we have to trust in Hashem and trust that each day, even if today is bad, even if... God forbid. No day's bad, but even if today wasn't all that you wanted it to be, you have to trust in Hashem that the next day, the next day will be a new fresh day, right. a new fresh manna. So just eat it up. That day's gone. <laughs> Get ready. New energy, new freshness for the next day. Right. But you have to have trust in Hashem, not trust in your own ability. Although you do have to have ability to do things, to get out there, work, do whatever you got to do. But you have to know that it's for Hashem. It's like for Hashem. Everything is from Hashem. So thank Hashem for everything and hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Very 
very nice, very nice. Well, I hope, I hope, I know I, I, I was, uh, you know, collecting my thoughts a little bit earlier, but I hope, you know, this uh, tour discussion brought some light and some clarity, and I'm hoping to hear some uh, <laughs> enlightenment. <laughs> enlightenment. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I worked a late shift last night. Uh, enlightenment, rather, from this discussion, and um, I hope to hear your thoughts about it, and um, I look forward to speaking to you next week, because this is, hopefully I'm trying to do this forever, without a vow, bleed netter without a vow, God willing, I can do this, and I'd love to hear your thoughts, because uh, Hashem is in you, and I know you you have a, a deep consciousness as well, so I look forward to hearing what you think about this. And you want to be posting it definitely before the Shabbat. Definitely before Shabbat. Hopefully <laughs> Thursday night. Right. But if not, not by, if you don't see it by Thursday night, you will definitely see it by Friday before the Shabbat. Amen. Yes, <laughs> that way we all get the consciousness for yes. the upcoming Shabbat. And, and we can more benefit and enjoy the Shabbat with the consciousness knowing what the Torah reading is about. Because each week also has its own energy. Right. So we should really read the Torah before the Shabbat. Correct. So we will be with you, if not Thursday, if, and if we can do it by Wednesday, we'll do it. But definitely, you will hear from us. By Friday afternoon, the latest before Shabbat. Right. So you can listen to the podcast. We get our consciousness right for the Shabbat. So Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Shabbat Shalom. I'm so happy for you guys and for myself and that we have Shabbat. It's so great. Anyways, next parasha, next week. Talk to you guys soon.